Warning, this is not a spoiler-free zone. Major spoilers ahead. You have been warned. Dana, you should uh, cue in a school lunch bell, like ding, like for the end of the oh, period or whatever. That's, that that's should be the so opening good. and the closing. Yes, yeah, because, that's yeah, so good. This is like the lunch period. I love, I love that. that. I love that idea. We're definitely doing that. is up fellow nerds and welcome to the nerds lunch table to help you get to know us a little bit we're going to introduce ourselves and give you a fun fact so my name is dana and my fun fact is i hate the last season of game of thrones with a <laughs> unbridled passion <laughs> i'm stephanie and my fun fact would be is that i'm really obsessed with baby yoda like i wish he was my <laughs> child <laughs> Uh, my name's Chris, and my fun fact is the first Pokemon I ever trained to level 100 is a Blaziken. Oh, oh yeah. I'm Creighton, and i rather be playing video games right now. So. <laughs> nice. Facts. <laughs> Great. Elden Ring. So welcome to the Nerds Lunch Table, where your one-stop shop for all things nerd culture. Um, so just to kick things off, I want to disclose that I sat at the nerds lunch table when I was in high school. So what about you guys? I wouldn't say sir, uh, sat at a nerds lunch table. I was more of like, none of my friends were ever in my lunch. So I always sat like with people I had no idea who they were. And I just awkwardly <laughs> ate my lunch. Full <laughs> disclosure, me and Stephanie are sisters. <laughs> and yeah. There were times where you would sit at my lunch table and yes. I sat at the nerds lunch table. Yes. So by proxy, you did. Yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, I don't know if our table was considered the nerds lunch table, but I remember my buddy John once wrote a little sign that said the table and put it on it. And we walked up and we were like, this is stupid. And we took <laughs> it down. He was really upset by it. But whether it was the nerds lunch table or not, yeah, we're, we're pretty nerdy. Creighton? I don't want to, I don't need to. He's like, you don't get to know anything about yeah. my personal life. Yeah. <laughs> not at all. I sat by myself. He's a professional. I am. You he guys will get to know Creighton very well. This is his personality. <laughs> it's part of getting to know him. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. He's very lovable, though. Yes. He is. He's just not Our showing it. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, what kinds of nerd things were you guys into in high school? For me, it was all about vampires. I was obsessed <laughs> with Twilight and then later on Vampire Diaries. So Yeah, I can attest to that. She was really obsessed. <laughs> I don't know if this it. makes... I don't know if this makes her nerdy or not, but she was also obsessed with Pride and the Prejudice. Is yeah. that how you? Yeah. And like every single day I would come home and she was watching this freaking movie. And I was like, what is happening? I can quote it word for word now. <laughs> <You can. laughs> um, for me, I was really into Spider-Man. And I'm yes, like were. really That's into Spider-Man. Um, she has a Spider-Man onesie. She's yep, a, I do. a big old Spider-Man nerd. <laughs> yep. I love him. <laughs> Uh, for me, I was really into Pokemon as a kid. Actually, the my favorite birthday present I think I ever received was Pokemon Ruby. And that was actually the Blaziken I had trained up. Um, really into One Piece. Uh, really into a lot of different anime and stuff like that. I got into One Piece back when it was on 4Kids, if anyone remembers that. And then I had fallen off. And then I saw a fight between Luffy and Usopp. And I was like, wow, I need to pick this back up. So I restarted watching and 
I've I'm up to date with the manga and everything like that now. So yeah. Pretty dorky. Creighton on the <laughs> resident one piece uh expert. Yes, that's me. Hello. <laughs> and Creighton, he's an expert too. Mm-hmm. Not, not as much general as Chris, knowledge but... of just random nerdy, just just random anime stuff, random just anything really. No, you're also like into like Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, back in the day, not anymore. Yeah, it's too well, complicated. that's what we're talking about. We're talking about back in the day. Activated my trap card. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Great. I always loved Pokemon, but oh, I never like Pokemon. knew how to play the game. I just collected the cards because I thought I was cool having that. taught me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Dana, you you guys. I remember it. we mistreated those cards. People don't want to know. <laughs> Okay, so uh, the way that our podcast is going to work is every episode we're going to be taking turns choosing the discussion topic, and it can be anything from anime to the MCU. So if that's something that interests you, pull up a chair to the lunch table and let's get started. So to kick things off today, we've decided to discuss the omnibus anime One Piece. Um, And more specifically, we're discussing One Piece from the perspective of someone who has not seen it before. This discussion topic was inspired by the discourse that I've been seeing on my TikTok for you page about the anime and what it is about it that seems to be deterring new fans. Um, So before we get into that, I want to throw it over to Chris, who is our perspective long-term One Piece fan. Um, you've been keeping up with both the anime and the manga since you were a child, right? Yeah. Um, like I said, I was on the anime for four kids and then I had fallen off roughly around Drum Island where they get Chopper because it had stopped airing on four kids. And then when Luffy vs. Usopp came up, I got really into it. And then in college, I started reading the manga because I was fully caught up. And now Steph and I have actually been going through the anime which I had stopped watching the anime roughly around Whole Cake just because I was fully ahead in the manga. Um, and so me and her going through it, it's the first time I've ever seen it animated, which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I'm a pretty big One Piece enthusiast. Uh, I'm all, all about it. You can tell by the flag back there. And uh, as long as it's One Piece we're talking, I'm, I'm going to be happy. Which Dana made, by the way. Yeah. Yes, Thank, you, Thank you, Dana. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... Uh... Let's just to start. Let's. I mean, we already had Chris gave his background, but how about we just have everyone else just give their background on like our experience with one, uh, yeah, with One Piece and uh, like how far we've seen, just so people understand like everyone's perspectives going in. Uh, me and Creighton have been binging One Piece probably for two and a half, almost three years now. Um, we've been going pretty consistently. I mean, we take breaks on occasion, and we've seen up through um, not quite the end of cake yeah you're really i would say you're in the middle yeah 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 Yeah. you're at um you're at a good part you're pretty much at the tipping point where everything's kind of gone relatively smoothly ish and it's about to just hit k i was gonna say i keep waiting for it to go wrong it's going too well (laughs) just you wait (laughs) so um for me uh chris obviously loves one piece and he's been kind of trying to get me to watch it for a while but knowing how many episodes there was, I was like, um, nah. But then 2020 occurred and I had no nothing to do. So I was like, all right, Chris, I'll watch it. He uh, put on, what movie was it? Oh, I put on Film Gold. Okay. Uh, and she, 
she didn't she ended up falling asleep but for the pieces that she did stay awake she was absolutely enthralled by zorro i thought he was very cute yep. and i was like i'll watch one piece she's like he's so hot i'll watch one piece yeah all right well, whatever yeah. does it for you yeah but it took me a bit to get into it i didn't like it at first i felt like i was really criticizing it until it got to our long park yeah so, no that yeah. is true i kind of found well, it boring as I well then let's 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 talk about that then. I mean, yeah. um, I think that's a huge point as to why a lot of people give up on One Piece is I do feel like the first like two story arcs particularly are kind of slow and boring. I don't want to call them weak because they're they're well written. It's just the scale is so small compared to the rest of the scope of the show yeah. and the scopes of other animes. Yeah. Because, like, even animes like Attack on Titan, that's what drew me into the show is the first episode. It, yeah. You're like, whoa. And then it makes you want to continue to watch. I, I would say Attack on Titan probably has the best hook for the first episode. The guy's mom, get, spoilers, his mom just absolutely gets crunched on in front of him. And it's like, oh, my gosh, how is he going to recover from this? Whereas One Piece definitely has a slower build. Not to say the first episode's bad by any means, but... It does take a bit for you to get fully entrenched into the world and committed to the story. And I really do think Arlong Park with the Arlong Park walk, dun, 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 where they're walking up <laughs> to fight uh, Arlong at Arlong Park, is an iconic scene, which yeah. really just like gets people going. It, it, yeah. It, it gave me chills. Yeah. I'm getting chills <laughs> talking about it. Thanks. So basically, what 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 for anybody who hasn't seen One Piece, the, this I'm hoping this episode is like our pitch to get people to actually watch One yeah. Piece. Um, okay. And uh, what I'll say is everything up to Arlong Park is Luffy gathering his crew, like his base yeah. crew members. And um, for me, I would recommend people if the if okay, <laughs> there's not a lot of shows I'll say this about because I'm someone who's like for Doctor Who, for example, I never recommend skipping episodes, but. If you're having trouble getting into One Piece, I would recommend people get start on episode 20. That's the song when they meet Sanji. But that's just because I love Sanji. Um, but yeah, I think once you hit Arlong Park, that's really where the actual plot gets like started. And everything yeah. before that is basically backstory of how the crew got together. So actually, Oda recognized this, that it does have a slow build. And he dropped, I believe it's an hour and a half movie that pretty much cuts out all the fat of the first, I think, three arcs being um, being uh, Dawn, uh, Orange Town, Syrup Village, and essentially just kind of incorporates the important pieces, doesn't like leave any of the fat. And I believe it brings you all the way up to uh, Arlong Park, or Baratier at least. So if you are getting to one piece i would highly recommend just watching that if you really want to get all the knit and if you want to get all the knit and gritty with it and really become a full one piece fan watch it it's not bad but it definitely does drag a bit for someone trying to get into an anime i think Great. when and you're thoughts? first oh yeah thoughts yeah <laughs> i agree <laughs> um <laughs> no i i definitely agree with that um i feel like it's one of those things where when you're watching it it feels slow but i will admit looking back it does make the story richer to understand mm -hmm. just how long and hard these people have been slogging on this ship together like yeah so so yeah. it does add to the world yeah like i agree dana um for me while watching it it was so boring and i know you brought up sanji i found Brate so boring <laughs> all i cared about was sanji and what was the Mayhawk? 
Mihawk, but no, it wasn't that. It was Sanji and um, what's his name? The person that the cook. Oh, Zeph. Zeph, yeah. Sanji and Zeph, like that's all I cared about. And then the rest of it, I'm like, I don't give a crap about this. Yeah, I, I don't know. I found it boring. I will say <laughs> Sanji and Zeph's backstory is nuts. Yeah. Like I yeah. that I believe could be like one of the <laughs> all the straw hats have sad backstories. But I don't know, Sanji's is like next level intense for why he really defends food and why he thinks anyone wasting it is just an absolute piece of crap. Like it really drives home his core motivation, which I think not many series can do. And One Piece does a great job of having each and every single member of the crew have a core motivation for them. Yeah. Well, and it also gives them very different backstories too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. There's some good but yeah, I definitely agree with you, Dana, on that. Oh, yeah. What's, now what's Arlong? Off. I don't know how many episodes that is. Episode 20 is Sanji. Mm. What episode is Arlong part? I'm going to look that up. So really quick, just for anyone yeah. that's only watched the anime and not read the manga. Uh, spoilers if you're thinking about getting into One Piece. But well, oh, this is going to be a full spoiler podcast. I'll put a spoiler oh. warning at the beginning. Perfect. Yes. But with the manga of it, Zeph doesn't lose his leg how he does in the anime. In the anime, it shows Zeph jumping into the water and he gets his leg caught by a chain and this chain of an anchor cracks his leg off. Where in the manga, Zeph and Sanji land on the island and Zeph has both of his legs. When Sanji finally does run out of food, I think on like the 78th day, something like that, and he goes over to confront Zeph, instead of Zeph like... um losing the leg to the water he turns to sanji and he's like all right i see you're hungry enough let's eat and he chops off his own leg and cooks it and they eat it <laughs> and that's why sanji's so yeah. like food is the most valuable thing you cannot waste food you can't eat gold but you can eat food and I, just that life lesson and just the the background there for why he values it so much is oda does such a great job of doing these builds and then it, he just drops it and it's like oh it's it it's so heavy and it weighs so much. It, yeah. It's something that not a lot of writers do, and he does very well. Absolutely agreed. Okay, so I looked it up. Our Long Park starts at episode 44. Okay, okay, 44. So if you think about that, that makes sense. Then why it would deter people if it takes 44 episodes for it to be? Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's long. Yeah, I see that there's like on TikTok at least that's where I've noticed. Um, there's a huge like Naruto verse <laughs> One Piece <laughs> versus Community. Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, and yeah. There's a lot of arguments going on there. Which I yeah. like Naruto. I like Dragon Ball Z, but One Piece. All of the arguments are stupid though, because the real fact of the matter is none of those characters would ever fight each other. They would all be best friends. Yeah. That is true. So, so what's the argument actually? I don't know. Oh, the argument is like who's the strongest, like oh, out of the three. And I'm pretty sure the consensus is that I, who's the guy from Dragon Ball Z? I'm sorry, I haven't seen Dragon Ball Z. Oh, Goku. Yeah. Goku is the strongest. Then Naruto. Then Luffy. That's Whether, that's what that's the consensus. So, but like, who really cares about strength? Like, I I would care more about. A story about an ant overcoming the impossible and like going through a crazy journey rather than I would a story of a giant that is just walking across a, a village. I don't know. I, power scaling, it's cool. And like, I really like looking at, oh, which characters would beat which and thinking about it. But I don't think it's the bread and butter end all be all for what a good story is. Absolutely. Oh, 100%. Some of the best stories 
are characters that aren't strong. Yep. So, mm-hmm. and they find other ways to get through. Yeah. So, I don't know. I agree. Absolutely. Anything to add, Kratom? No, a lot of things were said. Like, mostly when it comes to this, when it comes to One Piece, it's if you like little details and you like story building, characters that we meet literally in the first episode are then met on like episode 300 and then all of a sudden like you completely forget about these people or these people that are just like little minor characters and then all of a sudden boom they you turn around and go oh my god that's still relevant to what so like yeah you like moving through and like quickly going over like the boring quote parts like that is for a newer anime watcher is a better things to do but if you really want to get like the full aspect of it it's like literally they said four kids it's like nostalgic like mm-hmm. i remember watching that on <laughs> the exact same thing and right like, so yeah it's, i feel like it's... also a lot of anime these days are like 10 episodes yeah mm-hmm. short and sweet yeah. and you People's know, and attention it's... spans exactly and i feel like <laughs> since naruto like that played on tsunami a lot yeah. when we were kids so people were able to watch the episodes as they came out and so they remember naruto but they don't remember one piece and yeah. so like it's this type of thing where it's like there's so many episodes that it like it's intimidating to people i think and dana especially with that like people look at one piece and they go wow it's a thousand plus episodes and the the manga isn't even close to being well Oda says five years, but he's terrible at regulating himself. He said five years back, like uh, before Whole Cake, like right at Zoe. So uh, the size of it definitely is daunting. But for me, it's like, okay, if you like Naruto, if you like Harry Potter, don't you wish there was more of it? Don't you wish that there was more for you to delve into? One Piece really offers that. So yeah, it's daunting. But trust me, when you get to the end of it, you're going to be wishing that there was more, even though there's going to be thousands of episodes for you to watch i I find the argument interesting because it it's like looking at a giant but then when you start like breaking down the pieces of it it's like oh this is so cool yeah dana and creighton have a question because i know both of you have watched all of naruto i personally have not i saw like a few episodes and i wasn't into it um i watched all of Naruto. (laughs) okay oh i didn't know that so and chris too i thought you dropped off um, I took a pause during the Great Ninja War because I thought, well, the is that Naruto or is that Shippuden? It has a dip Shippuden. In it. Okay, we haven't seen all of Shippuden. I have. I have. I have to watch Boruto. Though. Okay, I haven't yeah, seen all of Shippuden, so I technically haven't seen all of Naruto. Oh, okay. I've seen well, all of Naruto, the first anime, and I've yeah. seen most of. I've seen through the pain arc of Naruto, which, from what I can understand, is like everyone's favorite arc of Naruto. Anyway, so I've basically seen all of Naruto. All right. So my question is. What do you think? Like, do you think One Piece is better? Do you think Naruto? I wonder what your opinion is. I'm curious. Well, it's hard because Naruto was my first anime. Um, And I really, like, the first one I really fell in love with. Um, I feel like Naruto also had a lot of similar thematic elements as Harry Potter. Like, it's a great starter anime for, like, people who are into, like, Harry Potter because there are similar similar elements. Um, But overall, I think that the story crafting of One Piece is probably the most masterful storytelling I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, Like little tiny details. And I think this is what people are missing when they aren't actually watching is these little tiny details seem like they're not important. And then like what Creighton said, 200 episodes later, that's like the hinge pin of the entire plot. Yep. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, it's amazing. I think uh, Oda is a genius, and I don't know. I really like his writing. He doesn't a forget lot. about characters. He just yeah. like Creighton said, yeah, he'll put like things in like I like there was a bomb in a box that he had in Fishman Island, and then that doesn't show back up until like three hundred episodes later. And then, like, he has to do a flashback. He's like, remember when I did this, everyone? It's like, yeah. Where Naruto, great series. Really love the, like, power scaling in it. Like the storytelling and everything. But you definitely don't see the same characters moving throughout the world. Into, like, being as, like... I I want to say the word alive, but I don't know if that's the... That really is the best way to describe it. You don't see that really in Naruto, but it does have a lot of great stuff to offer. So when people do the Naruto One Piece argument, it's kind of me. Obviously, I stand with One Piece, but Naruto's still a great anime. I'm literally wearing a Naruto t-shirt right now. <laughs> <laughs> see, I, just, I just haven't seen enough of it. I, To be fair, I didn't really give it a chance, but I probably wouldn't have given One Piece a chance if it wasn't for Chris. Right. I would have gotten bored and stopped watching it. I think you'd actually like Naruto, Stephanie. Yeah. Um, so we'll just move on to another topic. Um, so another thing that I see a lot as an argument as to why people don't even want to put the time and effort into One Piece is, and this one really surprises me, is the art style. I've heard people mm. say that they don't like the art style of One Piece. Um, and I, I'm wondering what you guys' thoughts are on that. I personally think it comes from a place of it is a it looks a little bit more cartoony. So, and we've been noticing this. In the beginning, the art style was a little bit more cartoony. And I think maybe I could see where people would be like, eh, about it. But I don't think it had the funding then that it has now. Now that it has such a good funding, I think the art is beautiful, especially now in Whole Cake and we're going um, into Reverie. Yep. It's very beautiful artwork. Oh, there's some beautiful scenes. Yeah. Yeah. And well, when did it come out? I believe 1995 it came out and then I believe it was animated in the 2000s. Um, which you're talking about 2000s animation. And if you're starting from there, like you're not going to get the best animation. Oh, if you yeah. do watch the hour and a half uh, movie that I had said, then the animation is updated, which oh, okay. I, I'm on board with that. I The animation isn't the best, but good luck finding any, any animation that really is that good uh, other than hunter hunter i don't know i like hunter hunter's old school animation i don't, I don't know what it is with me but cowboy bebop as well that's cowboy bebop thing. too yeah that's but, another thing like old style art where you're not gonna be big into it but then all of a sudden mm -hmm. it's beautiful in its own right yeah 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 oh my god cowboy bebop's gorgeous um i i and i will say i will put it through a feminist lens i'll admit that there are times where i am really rolling my eyes because the way women are drawn and there are clearly like ways that they are trying to write the female characters into situations to sexualize them and yes that's annoying but like i'll also admit that that's in every single anime that i've yeah. seen so far that's the style of a lot of these animes and i guess for me i don't have a huge problem with it because the story is so good that i can overlook some of those things but you're right dana as a woman it's like come on because it's like me and chris have talked about this it's like either it's a three types of women. yes three types of women a child absolutely disgusting old woman or just a <laughs> disgusting person in general and then absolutely sexy big boob boobs like, <laughs> or yes yeah, there's no like in between figure yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oda likes what he likes and someone's asked him about that before in an interview he's like if I don't enjoy what I'm drawing then I'm gonna stop making one piece and I was okay. like, like just you you keep drawing what you like drawing Oda because I freaking love one piece he just likes we, his boobs 
Yeah, you're 100% right. There are three types of women. So <laughs> you can definitely expand on that front. But also, if you're not doing what you love, you're not doing what you love. Actually, there was a girl. Me and Chris were dressed for Halloween as Nami and Luffy. And I was in her more updated look. She was dressed as Nami. Yeah, yeah. But I was in my like more updated. Like the post-time jump look? Yeah, post-jump. Yeah. Uh, yes. And she was in like a bikini. And I had um, – so I had a bikini top and then like the jeans and heels. And the girl – was like, oh, what are you guys dressed up as? And I told her. And she's like, oh, yeah, I started watching One Piece, but I didn't like the way they sexualized women and, like, went in this feminist rant. And I was just like, okay, I, I come on. <laughs> it's not, yeah. honestly, it kind of annoyed me a little bit. Well, because, honestly, it's not the worst I've seen yeah. out of anime. And I say this to Creighton all the time, even when they do it and I roll my eyes, the way that the women are written in One Piece is so complex and like you can tell that they're seen as characters and they get their own story arcs and like they have their own characterizations they're all very different people like it's not like a cookie cutter stamp i mean yeah. of like character wise i mean yeah. there is some of that going on with like the animation but i'm talking about personality character development they're so complex that i i'm willing to like turn a blind eye to it Dana, you might know the name of this rule because you're in film and everything like that. But the the name of the rule is you need to have more than two women in a film and they have to be talking about something other. What's the name of the Bechtel rule? Test. It's called the, the Bechtel test. Okay, the Bechtel test. Yeah. And Oda, I think, passes that test with flying colors. Nami has a fantastically rich backstory. And before like Arlong Park, or essentially before the end of Arlong Park, where her whole motivation is toward her sister and her village. And you really get to see an in-depth, like very emotional past from her. Yeah. They, Oda does a great job with doing this for Nami, Robin, like all sorts of women throughout the one piece verse. And a lot of anime dropped the ball on that. Like Sakura and Naruto, I really don't see us having a, and people always did always dunk on Sakura. So maybe I'm going for an and easy. I like Sakura. That's the thing, but. She doesn't have like an intense, like, and not that you need an intense backstory to be a good character, but they don't really go super in depth. Creighton, I'm seeing they you shaking your head. Her. They don't use her. And it's the same thing in My Hero Academia too. They have all these great female characters and mm -hmm. they don't, they don't use them. They don't yeah. utilize them. And then they introduce new male characters and then give them their whole, their own story arcs. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, that drives me nuts. But I, yeah, go for it. It's just, you can tell that the show is made from a male lens because he's a male and he's also from Japan. So they have different cultural views of women and stuff, but he, I feel like he's pretty progressive for that where he is. And yeah. I see it. Like, and I still enjoy it. And well, even, even as a woman, I'm like, I mean, the women do look hot, like, yep, and they're badass. So there you go. <laughs> well, I, made, I made a top, as you guys know, I made a top that was based off of Robin's top from the mm -hmm. Skypea arc because the fashion is cool. Um, also, I just want to point this out while we're on the topic of Nami. Um, let's be real. Nami is the actual captain of that oh, ship yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and luffy just has the title like <laughs> no i i agree with that 100 percent. if nami wasn't there they would be so lost without her at the end of the day luffy has the final call of where they go and like who they're gonna fight but nami's the nami's well, the luffy captain. has so much respect for nami oh yeah, yeah. she keeps yeah. him in check she's the yeah, mom she yep and they listen yeah so. yeah um, okay, so we'll move on to the next topic. Um, so another argument that I see for why people don't like One Piece is because of the length 
of the battle episodes, like the number of episodes that are just battling. And Stephanie, you look like you have thoughts. That just confuses me. Because, I mean, I haven't seen Naruto, but I, I've heard that they have filler in Naruto. And it's that, the same thing. And <laughs> Dragon Ball Z, it's awful in Dragon Ball Z. Like, yeah, it bad. takes forever to get to the final battle. Like, but- talk about Frieza. Frieza. Like, the first, so, in, in, essentially, in Dragon Ball Z, when the big fight of Goku versus Frieza, the iconic, I became a Super Saiyan, I'm going to overcome anything. Do you know, okay. Guess how many episodes it takes for Goku to get to the planet? Just take a guess. Oh no. 50? <laughs> okay, well, you're I went away over. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 10? Roughly. Okay. Guess how many episodes it takes for his ship to land on the planet? How many? 11. It takes 11 episodes for Goku's ship. It takes roughly 10. It takes less episodes for Goku's ship to get from one planet to another. And then it takes even more episodes for his ship to land. And then it takes one or two for him to find Frieza. They take about three or four episodes talking. And Dragon Ball Z is notoriously bad for how long it takes for them to get into the fight. Naruto is a little better. One Piece, I would say, is the best out of all three of those. And Steph and I have kind of started Bleach, so I, I can't speak on the Bleach there, but I can talk about the other, uh, the big two. Whereas One Piece is pretty good for having one or two episodes of, oh, introduction and a little bit of backstory and, oh, we're going to talk. And Luffy is kind of a no-nonsense dude. If he doesn't like you, he's going to hit you. So and yeah. for me, it's that shonen. Don't like that type of anime? Don't watch it. Go watch right. Death Note. Like right. go watch or well, Death Note's even kind of long compared to. I was even saying go watch like your ten episode animes. Yeah, like, but which that's are still my, good. But but that's just my point is if you don't like that type of being drawn out, right? Then this might not stuff, be for you. Maybe yeah, maybe it's just not for you. Yeah. Great. Um, and what do you think? How you liking the fights in One Piece? That's that's where everything like differs for me. I, that's my favorite part of all animes are the fight scenes and how like the artistic style changes between dialogue and fights. So like, like you guys said, it's all up to you. And if you guys aren't really like a big like fight person or you don't like dialogue or monologues, like Dragon Ball Z is definitely not going to be a anime that you want to watch. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> One Piece is okay. Like Naruto, there's still some grandstanding and some monologuing and some like crybaby-ishes. But like, there's it, you have to take something and leave some. Like, go do some slice of life or something like that. <laughs> I was actually gonna. I was actually about to admit that I I sometimes find the fight scenes to be a little too long. I'll be honest. I do. Okay. But... In One Piece. Yeah. I think they, they sometimes go, like, a collection of episodes longer than they should. Like, like most fights in One Piece, I think, should be trimmed by, like, three episodes. Yeah. Um, me and Chris actually have talked about this. And for Dressrosa, um, that's kind of how I felt. Because, yeah. you you know, the the gladiator stuff. And then you go to the, uh, what's they called? The Tontada. The Tontada. The Tontada. Sorry, I didn't want to pronounce it wrong. But... I just feel like it's kind of a roller coaster when you're watching it. And, you know, there's times where it gets a little boring, but then it hits like the climax and then it goes back down and then it hits the climax. It's just very, so you're on a, you're on a ride. And, but I still appreciate it because even those boring parts are important. Oh yeah. Story. Yeah. And so just stick through it and you'll be glad you watched it because right. it's going to pay off in the long run. Yeah. 
And I'll, I'll agree with that. Dressrosa, I believe, was the longest arc up until Wano. Uh, Whole Cake being, I believe, a close second. But, yeah, Dofi lasts for a hot minute in that fight. He just completely it keeps getting back up. And that, that fight's definitely longer in the anime than it is in the manga. Um, I, one specific thing is when Luffy does come down with his uh, King Kong gun on him, in the manga... He just absolutely floors Dofi. He just wrecks him. In the anime, Dofi puts up like this double string kind of hockey thing. And he's like trying to like hold Luffy back. And it's kind of like a power clash where that didn't really happen. Or at least Oda definitely does have a say over what goes on in the anime. And he'll kind of critique things. But in originally the manga, Luffy just boom and Dofi's down and out. So as when it pertains to how long the fights are... It, you're correct in some fights, but I will say others, I think, are a good length. Like, Dolphy oh, yeah. is a little I, bit long. Well, for me, like, I actually thought that the Coliseum stuff went on way too long. I um, agree, Dana. I thought, eh, honestly, most, like, big fights I don't think go on too long. Like, the Doflamingo fight, I loved, because oh, Doflamingo is probably my favorite villain so far. What did yeah, you think so. of the Rob Lucci fight? Did you think that was too long? Did you think it was, like... Oh god, that was so long ago. Guy. I think I, I thought it was long. I think I yeah. thought it was long, but I probably liked it. I don't know because that's the thing about One Piece is like even if the battles are long, the world is just so random and interesting that you literally never know what's coming because literally anything could be coming. Um, which I think also goes back into the art style. Like all the characters, like it's not it's not a realistic world by any means. Like it's it's full of weird creatures and weird magic. Um, and I think a really good, well balanced like uh, lore, like the power structure and system, the way it works. Well, and it does still parallel like our world too. Yes. Oh, it has some it has some political things to say. One Piece is a political anime. When you get into Reverie, oh my gosh, is it like politically charged? Like the ambassador that's supposed to represent the United States, I believe his name is Mayor Cheeseburger. And he <laughs> has like a uh, top hat with like stars and stripes on it. And he walks in and he's like, I may walk slow, but I never go back. And it's just pretty much a ripoff of, I may speak softly, but I carry a big stick. <laughs> so, and then he has like, um, I believe he has a governor taco and he looks, he's like wearing a sombrero and Oda just Oda takes no prisoners when it comes to this stuff. He, he completely just, he does stereotypes, but in a comical anime way where it's not like offensive or people are going to get like angry over it, but you're more of like, yeah, I'm from there. Like it's like, oh, Oda. He's, he's great with that. Huh? Said, yeah, screw America. We are like that. <laughs> I don't mean that sarcastically either. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah. So uh, just to wind down our conversation, uh, why do you guys think someone should start One Piece? Ooh, good question. Creighton, kick us off here. What do you think? It, basically, if you just want to have something that's consistently there, and that you know for a fact there's always going to be more episodes after. And fairly consistently good. Yeah. Like that's it's one of those ep like those animes where you can you just know for a fact that tomorrow if you just want to watch something it's right there. And you're never going to run out of content. So <laughs> not for years yeah, anyway. That's the thing. You're not going to run out for years <laughs> and if you're like obsessively binging it you still only have a certain amount of time a day. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Who are you Chris? You go. Oh me? Uh 
I think you should start watching One Piece because it's the greatest anime of all time. But that's that's just my opinion. I, I love the I love the length of it. I love the character development. I really don't think any other anime or manga can hold a candle to it. I've watched a whole lot of anime. I've read a whole lot of manga. And One Piece has made me cry more out of anything else. I get attached to characters, even if they're side characters. He does a great job of building them up and then having their sacrifices mean something. I, I cried during Naruto, I believe, one time with Jiraiya's death. Spoilers. And Nar er, One Piece has me... It He'll do things that are very small. Like, there's a scene with at Punk Hazard where Momonosuke refuses to drink a bowl of uh, udon noodles. And I started tearing up. And Steph looks over at me and she's like, what? She's like, what are you, what's wrong? And I'm like, you don't understand. <laughs> and when you do get into Wano and you learn what happened to Momonosuke, oh my God. And you respect him for not wanting to eat it. And Sanji's like, what? You're not going to eat my food? And it's these two clashing ideologies. And Oda does this great job of making you understand, oh, how powerful Sanji's ideology is. And then revealing Momonosuke for not wanting to do this. And it's like, Sanji, you don't understand. Don't you dare make him drink that soup. <laughs> And it like, he does a great job of showing the characters, building them up, getting to these very hype points, and then absolutely just dropping the beat on you. And it really just brings forth this emotional, this emotional like, uh, whelm. And you're right. It is a long anime. You're right. It is a little difficult to get into, but by God, if you do, it really just motivates you to get through it there's a reason why it's the number one most sold issue out of anything i think it beat batman in sales recently i have no idea or as of last year and it's coming up on the bible i'll tell you one piece will <laughs> <one piece laughs> sell the bible before i'm done with it uh but steph why do you think people should keep watching one piece or, or start, start watching. watching one piece um oh you want to go yeah, no, I just want to add real yeah, fast to what Chris said with Oda like giving characters like emotional backstories and stuff. He made us cry over inanimate objects. Yeah. Because that's what I'm like. Yep. You're talking about how you, he's cried over like we data. <laughs> oh my God. There was a point in the anime. I mean, again, we were going to put a spoiler warning at the front of this episode. So I can say this when Ace dies, I literally was heaving. I yeah. was heaving. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like I was crying so hard. Snot was running down my yeah. face. Yeah. Like, and then, but like the Mary, like, yeah. You just cry over a ship. I yeah. get it. Like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. yeah, it's one of the most emotional animes I've ever watched. And like, there are different levels of an emotional anime. Like, there's Attack on Titan, like you guys said, that's just like instantly out of the gate. You're just like jarred and you're like, what is happening? Yeah. In, in this, you're just, you're dying on the inside because you're, you just watched something that was never supposed to happen or something that we we're never supposed to find out. And then we find out why they're like this. And then you just, you're wrecked. It's yeah, yeah fantastic. Yeah. yeah, watch it. You want me to go next? next? Yeah. yeah. So for me, like, I think people should start watching it. Just that are interested in this type of animes. If you're like a Naruto fan or Dragon Ball Z or you know Bleach, um, it's really worth just going through it. I I was on TikTok and I heard I watched people saying something about like, oh, One Piece is just what what are they were they calling it? Just I uh. They were calling it something basic. I, I forgot what they were mid? calling it. They call it mid. mid. Yeah, yeah, they were calling it mid. But then they were like on episode like nine hundred something, and I'm like, if it's so mid, why are you? Yeah, on how'd that you get episode? there? And that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So, 
which people have a right to their opinion. And that's one of the things about this argument is, is for me, is like, who cares? If you like Naruto better, then you like Naruto better. Why are you arguing about this? It's just everyone has their own taste in things. I don't know. But <laughs> I'm going on a tangent. Um, my reasoning, I feel like you should watch it, is just because of the story writing. Like, he's probably, out of any anime I've ever watched, I think the story writing in this is the best. Honestly, out of any show that I've ever watched, I, yeah. I think Oda does the best job of being a author and mankya and understanding the pieces that he's put down and then bringing them back into the main story. And I can even, like, when you guys were talking about the emotion out of it, I have cried like an almost, I want to say every arc, but most of the arcs I've cried at least <laughs> one time over something. So like with Whole Cake, everything to do with Sanji, the backstory of like what happened, like with his family, mm -hmm. treat how mm -hmm. they treated him, like I couldn't keep it together. I was just crying episode after episode. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah, if you like that kind of stuff, I feel like you should get into it. And, I know it seems the length of it is like kind of like, oh my God, but if you, I don't know, I think it's worth it. So, right. Worth the, worth the slog. Um, um, and I just also have to say, I mean, since, you know, a lot has already been said, I'll just say the themes of One Piece are just so yeah. good. It's a feel good show. It's very clear that this is a universe, like, you know, all of our main characters believe in friendship. You know, that's the core, the key, you know, the, the running joke is one piece is going to be the friendships we made along the way. No, it's not going to be, I I'm pretty sure to say it's I not going to be that. I'm pretty yeah, sure he came out came and out then, said yeah. it. Oh. He's confirmed it. Yeah. Um, but they do, they, they show the power of friendship. And I think it goes to show something that Luffy is a character who means what he says. When he makes a promise, he keeps it. If he says you're his friend, he will back you up no matter what. Like he is a good, like protagonist a likable yeah. protagonist well even if you're not his friend he will give you a chance for him for you to like prove yourself that you'll help him in a situation or like he gains like friends that were once his villains yeah. like yeah. that were his enemies no exactly yeah. so yeah i agree yeah. he's not power hungry like yeah he wants to be king of the pirates but it's not in a conceited way or a selfish way it's in a he wants freedom for everybody well, it's almost like Luffy knows that he is the chosen one. Like, he knows he is the right person for this job. Like, the King of the Pirates can't be power hungry because then he's going to be a dictator. And it's almost like Luffy knows that since he is, like, not that type of person, like, he is very much for people do whatever they want. Um, and I think that, you know, he, he should be. He should be King of the Pirates. There's not been another character we've met who I think deserves it more than Luffy. Yeah. The only one I I'm, I'm thinking about Shanks. Shanks, I'm like I have a question mark. There. Oh yeah, yeah. I do. So I, like, but well, that's just... and Chris might know this, but I've personally held a theory for a very long time that Shanks is gonna die protecting Luffy, or that he's gonna like help Luffy kill him, like that. It's or he's gonna purposely die so Luffy can take the mantle. I'm calling Interesting. it. So I believe um the last time we see Shanks is right after a whole cake. You you saw the scene. Yeah where he's reading the newspaper about essentially what happened in Whole Cake. And it's literally like a panel in the manga. It's maybe five seconds in the anime. It but every time Shanks shows up, people freak out. Like yeah. Shanks is like a never seen character, but people love him. And mm -hmm. just every time he gets diced in there, it's, it's great. It's I really think great. Shanks and Luffy are going to fight. Really? You think they're I gonna, do. But I don't know. I feel like... I can't see Shanks wanting to fight Luffy. I feel like it's going to be a thing where they're, 
I don't know. I just feel like he's going to like. But I think it's going to I, I think it's going to be in a way of like Katakuri. You've met Katakuri yet. Have you? I don't know. I don't recognize You might. Okay. This might be a little They would have past. met Katakuri if they're right at the wedding um, when they say. Well, yeah. Creighton, you know who he is, right? I'm trying to remember. I don't. Is it one well, of it he's in whole Ma's, cake. Is that one of Big Ma's uh, children? Yeah, yeah, and where's like the like the scarf thing over? It? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I know you haven't finished the fight yep. yet, so I won't say too much. But I think I am giving a little bit of an idea of it. But I think there could be something where he wants to fight him just to prove that he deserves to be king of the pirates. I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's he's gonna just have to prove to Shanks like, yeah. I do because just the beginning of it, he's like, you know, he gave him his hat being like, well, once you, once you're a great pirate, yeah, come back. Yeah. Return it back to me. And then I think there's going to be a little bit of a, he's going to give the hat back and they're going to have a, Oh, I didn't even think about Woofy giving the hat back. That's a full circle moment. The other thing that I just want to bring up because I just, I could see it is um, the first villain of, is the first one of the series buggy technically not i think buggy's gonna be the big because isn't the first the isn't the Ooh. first villain is, i think buggy's gonna be the big bad can you elaborate yeah, on elaborate, this please um because he's the first villain that we come up to who's an actual reoccurring character throughout the whole series and in storytelling it would make complete sense that he would then be the last villain um and he even though he's we see him kind of as a like character that we don't take seriously like he's like a fool who stumbles into greatness um i feel like that's an act and i think that he is i do i think he's climbing he's power grabbing i think he is he literally is we've watched him go from being a prisoner in impel down to being a warlord yeah i think he's a bigger deal than people realize i think he's like the shark waiting in the, or the snake waiting in the grass to add on Dana and I'm not saying whether I agree or disagree but you make a point because after impel down he got fandom like he got people to follow him like without even trying and it's similar to Luffy Luffy's and then he doing disappeared the same thing and then he disappeared and we have not seen him since at least as so, far as I've seen so we did we saw you believe a little buggy part. is a is going to be the big bad more than teach blackbeard that's a good point um <laughs> yes Interesting. I'm, I'm gonna go risky and just say yes. So I, I think Blackbeard say... is gonna be a big bad, but I think <laughs> the big bad, like the final villain that Luffy has to defeat, is gonna be Buggy. So uh, I'll say this: I, I disagree with thinking he's gonna be the the main villain. I think it is gonna be Blackbeard. But there is a theory, and it's kind of like a haha theory. But he's his name is Buggy the Clown, but people go Buggy D Clown, Buggy D Clown. So people think Buggy might actually hold the will of D, which I don't know. We, we, we've seen Buggy be alone and like be jokey and be joking and not like the this maniacal plotter. I do think that Buggy will be there at the final end of the series. I don't believe that he's going to be like a big bad to Luffy, but I do believe he might hold more, more prominence than what we think he does i i think he is like kind of that if not the big bad he's gonna be the king to, of the pirates <laughs> uh, who's, who was oh my god who was the rival of whitebeard um roger well gold. goldie roger so then he's yeah. probably gonna be the whitebeard to Ooh. his goldie roger interesting 
that that would be my other i will my less risky now that i'm thinking about it because it is pretty clear that that he is it's the big bad but, uh, but i do think it would shock people it wouldn't be what people expect it would yeah. be pulling in a richimaru <laughs> <laughs> the thing is is i don't view buggy as bad well, that's what I'm I, saying. They're, they're clearly trying to make him morally gray. Yeah, so I don't think he's the big bad. I think Teach is the big bad, but I think I think you are correct. Where there might he might be like Whitebeard, because Whitebeard I didn't view as bad either. No, he so. was clearly good. Like, yeah, he's just a rival yeah. of. I, I think that's a good theory. There's parts that I might I disagree. I don't think he's like the big bad. I think Teach is, but like you're saying things that I didn't think about before. So. Right, I'm just saying from a storytelling point of view. Oh, yeah. The, uh, Crane was making faces like the entire time. Yeah. The second I opened my mouth, Literally. he was rejecting it. No, it, it, <laughs> let's absolutely. hear it. Run it. It's just getting, like, just there's, we can go into way more detail, but we, who is a key, if you think about in the the whole One Piece, like, at, like universe, there's literally one person that holds everybody together, and that's Shanks. Because if you really think about it, he's the Lu Luffy had a, a relationship with him. Buggy has a relationship with him. He was with Goldie Rogers. He knew Whitebeard. He knew Blackbeard. He knew literally everybody. And Shanks was always in there. So I don't see Buggy being a big bad because he was gravitating towards Shanks to begin with because they both yeah. grew up. They were both on Goldie Rogers' ship. They were both apprentices. But that's why they call it betrayal, Creighton, because you don't expect to be betrayed by your friends. You do from your enemies. Then when we watch Just the saying. when we watch him till down, he stumbles his way into literally every victory. If you go back and watch I everything. Let him talk, Data. Yeah. <laughs> if you go back and look, he literally will say something, and then the people will go, "Wow, Buggy, you're the best captain ever." And he's like, "I didn't need no. You guys have no idea what I'm talking about. I actually said the opposite." And they're like, "No, Captain Buggy for life." And he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna roll with it." And then I think he's just been kind of stumbling into win after win after win. Now he's so one, of, one of the. But there's the difference. Luffy doesn't stumble into yes, wins. Yes, he does. Luffy beats the absolute dog shit out After of people. After stumbling into the fight without thinking. That's why uh, he uh, he thinks more than I think a lot of people realize. I think he actually puts himself into situations. Does he use his emotions and get him into bad situations? Absolutely. But does he go into that fight with an end goal in mind of, I want Doflamingo and me one-on-one -on -one yeah. now? Or, like, I'm going to send the rest of my crew off to do other things to cause distractions while I get to take on the big guy. Or like, I'm bringing a water jug to Crocodile's fight. Because you I mean when he, in the middle of the desert, yeah. with a jug on his back, and he just goes, you almost killed me. I figured out in the fight, watch this, blah, 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 blah. And then he, like, yeah, he just whip, the whips the absolute shit out of him, like. Yeah. Great. And to your original point of Shanks being connected to everyone, I, I entirely agree. Um, because we also see him talking with the Gorosei, the mm -hmm. five celestial dragon nobles. We yep. see him the navy has some sort of respect for him where he yep. can roll up on the navy territory, go, This is enough, give Whitebeard and Ace funerals. And then one of the um vice admirals is like, No way. And then yep. Sengoku goes, No, if it's coming from Shanks, all right, we'll do it just because it's you. Yep. The, 
Shanks definitely has ties that he has ties to everyone. We don't see. I guess the only section that we do not see Shanks having ties to is the revolutionaries. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I haven't seen him interact with Dragon Kuma. I wouldn't be shocked. Though. Yeah, I wouldn't be because why did yeah. Shanks? Because I think you know because he's a mysterious figure, Shanks. Because we when we see him, we don't know where he comes from. We don't because because he we first time we see him, we're in with Luffy. Mm-hmm. How do we know that Dragon and Shanks don't know each other and he's coming in to check in on Dragon's son? Yeah, I was just going to yeah. say that. I think he knew Luffy was Dragon's son and that's Ooh. the reason why he gave him the hat. Because he knew he was a D. Um, but Maybe like, does Shanks have a D? Does he have the power of D? We do not know. It is not. Yeah. Really yeah. not. That been... might be why he's trying to. He might have what it takes, but he needs the power of D. Yeah. And so maybe he needs Luffy. Doesn't yeah. he have- Conqueror's hockey, right? Yeah, but do you need the power of D to have Conqueror's hockey? No, because no. Eustace no, Captain just... Kid doesn't have it. Um, no. Trafalgar Law doesn't have it. No, well, actually, Law that's incorrect. Law does have the D. Yeah, that was. The... <laughs> 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 I was gonna be like, I thought he did. Yeah, yeah, because that was like the whole point of the fight with uh, yeah. what's his face. But yeah, bring up Still Buggy again, just because I had a thought there is that I believe there's gonna be a good fight between Shanks and Buggy. I can see that. that gonna that's, what's, that's what's going to happen. Like, they're going to, Buggy's going to be up there. Like, I agree because I think Buggy has a jealousy towards Shanks. There's definitely some, because they used to be oh, friends. Yeah. They used yeah. to be mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think we're going to see towards the end that as well. I think one, Shanks before Buggy. But. One thing that I think Oda does very well is he creates fights that are like inner friendship fights that you understand both points of view of why they're fighting in a way that's done way better than like the civil war, like the Avengers civil war movie. Yeah. Like I feel like with those movies, they feel, it feels like an art, like artificially created problem to get them to fight. Whereas one piece is very good at like the story leads you to into the conflict, like in a way that does not feel like it was like fake. Yeah, Yeah, and a great example of that where like, and you're entirely correct. A lot of times they'll construct universes where it's like Batman and the Joker have to work together to do whatever. Whereas in One Piece, it's like Luffy goes to a jail where all of the bad guys he's knocked out are locked up because they would presumably be in Impel Down a jail, and he frees them, and now they have to work together to get out of this jail. It's not some, it's not some unbelievable or inconceivable concept. It's it, right. you're right. The story leads right into it. Yeah. So well, and that's also how I feel about like uh, Avengers with the uh, what's, what was the papers they had to sign? Oh, the, uh, the Sokovia. Yeah, the Sokovia Accords. Like yeah. I felt like that was like that was an issue where I feel like they had to build a fake argument for signing the accords as opposed to not signing i don't know maybe it's just because i was very much on team cap during that movie i don't i don't understand feasibly how you can be captain america and i felt like that's because the writing felt forced like they had to force someone as smart as tony stark to be so dumb as to be like we have to sign these so the government yeah. can control us mm-hmm. yep i uh, know dana I'm, I'm on the exact same boat there with you it felt contrived and it felt like something that iron man would have either a come up with a better solution around or B just wouldn't have done. Yeah. He wouldn't um, have been on their side at all. Yeah. If anything, I would have believed it would have been the other way around. There would have been cap who would have been for signing and trusting the government. Much like, more of a boy scout type of yeah. character there that would have. And, it's like a know. naive, a naive concept. Trusting <laughs> the government. Basically one piece does it better. Yeah, basically <laughs> one piece does almost everything better. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's, 
that's it. I mean, we've talked at length about One Piece and, you know, why it is that we feel like people who haven't ever seen it should start it. Um, if you have watched it and didn't like it, maybe give it another chance. Um, and we hope you guys just enjoyed the general vibe of the, our new podcast. Yeah. Um, so we hope you guys enjoyed it over here at the Nerds Lunch Table. Uh, tune in next time where we're going to be talking about Game of Thrones and most specifically uh, why season eight of Game of Thrones is probably one of the worst final seasons of a television show ever. So <laughs> tune in for that. Uh, thanks so much, guys. See you bye. later. Bye. bye. Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Your, your fun fact could be I'd rather be playing Pokemon right now. Yes. I'd rather be doing anything but. <laughs> I'd rather be catching shiny alpha Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs>